0: Is this your new studio? It is. There's no posters behind you. Oh. It's not. It's not quite finished, John. It's really cold as well. So you know when you're cold and you, you, when you're tired, you feel cold? I'm really cold now because it didn't only am my
1: tired, but it's actually cold outside. So we need to get you some more blankets up there. Yeah, more lagging. Yeah. <laughs> this is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello everybody, welcome to Sheer Isolation. I am John in Cricklade in my usual spot, but Kira Moore, he may be in Trowbridge, but he is in his new custom-built loft-converted studio. I am. Um, it's not quite finished. I'm just putting the finishing touches on it, but we're largely there. See, I reckon if you put on a, a black um, top that goes right up to your neck, you could pretend to be Holly from Red Dwarf.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could. <laughs>
1: So, Asian yourself there, John. Purpose of this show is to promote the local music and arts scene across the west of England. And we'll play a couple of tracks, and we will have a chat to a guest as usual. Uh, this week, we're joined by Jerry Watkins, who's a Sirencester lad who uh, runs the Moonlight Eclipse Project. That's a new good cause that's being set up to help uh, homeless people, vulnerable people, low-income families, that kind of thing. But he's doing it by or he's fundraising by getting local bands to do music nights and and, uh, raising funds that way. So had a great chat with him. uh, We'll play that interview out soon. Um, Kira, I am going to ask you my usual question. Have you been to any gigs this week? I know you have. What have you done this week?
0: I had the most exceptional gig at the weekend with Karsik at the Trowbridge Town Hall. So that was insane. It was the first gig where we had loads of teenagers turn up. Cossack were, again, sensational. They're definitely a band that are going to are going places. The two other bands on the bill were Slag Heap and Slug Puppy, both of them from Bristol, and they were also superb. And then Orchards were in Bristol at The Exchange, um, it's a strange night to do a gig on a Monday night, but um, they were absolutely sensational. I absolutely love that band. I haven't seen them yet until, until then, and they just blew me away. Unfortunately, I didn't get there early enough to catch the support bands. I literally left home at 7.30 and got to the venue that, just before they went on stage. <laughs> so,
1: it's not like you to um, run late for things, mate. <laughs> I used to be so on time. Since I got married, it's all gone downhill. I don't think that's the issue. Surely not, <laughs> So I went to my first or what I would class as a big gig in the last week. So I, I went to the Trinity Centre in Bristol to see Self Esteem, who was supported by Phoebe Green and Margad. 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 Are you good? I, I gotta do that. I gotta do that role because it's a Welsh name. Ah. And the show, what a performance. Guy, if you can get to see self-esteem, you've got to. She puts on really? such a show. Really tight. Lots of choreography. Of uh, course. And it's really, really smooth.
0: Oh amazing.
1: Um, We should play a track, huh? Let's do it. You've picked one this week, John. I have. I have picked a track from a songwriter called Els Bailey. She's Bristol-based. She does rootsy Americana stuff. She's had a new album come out quite recently, which uh, went up to number 42 in the UK album chart. But when you break it down into genre, she was number two in the Americana chart and number one in the blues chart. Amazing. Isn't that great?
0: That is uh, really
1: cool. So, so, the album's called Shining in the Half Light, which is available in all the usual places. Um, and this particular track is off that album and it is called The Game.
2: I always dance to the beat of my own blues. Never cared about the wind, baby. All the- been laying down, can't take away what you live without, dusted all the dirt on my own shoes, now I'm walking till I'm asleep and on my feet, I've been ten times down this dead end street, two steps forward, three steps back, wandering the same old track.
0: Els Bailey is, is a fantastic musician. She's played this area quite a lot. I'm pretty sure she's done Wiltshire Music Centre, which she's definitely done, of all places, devises rugby club. Um, and Mirko Pangrazi used to do a lot of, he loves his blues, used to do a lot of blues gigs at the uh, rugby club. He even did a blues festival called Saddleback. Um, and she played that. So um, absolutely
1: wonderful musician. That is Els Bailey. The track we just played is The Game. It's off her new album, which has been doing really well. She's kind of been on the circuit for, for quite a few years and, and she's one of those really hardworking musicians. She's always out gigging. She's always recording. She's always doing something to, to push her music. It seems like it's finally paying off for her, which is great news. That's great news. Um, over to you, Kieran. It's product placement time. It's almost a uniform that you should wear band
0: T-shirts on any given moment of your life. I'm wearing Actually, I'm wearing a sycophantic sheer T-shirt right now, but uh, carsick were in the venue on Saturday. I said to them, I'd like to buy a t-shirt. They're like, Kieran, no, just have a t-shirt. I was like, no, no, no I've, I've got to pay for it. He goes, no, Kieran, you've done so much for us. Have a t-shirt. So I was like, okay, I'll have a t-shirt. And uh, What's funny is it says, carsick in, in, the, in the font of Corona, the beer, for
1: people with poor taste. And what what kind of style of carsick uh,
0: I, I liken them to sort of Jamie T., so they're kind of like indie, indie punk kind of thing. It's quite a vague genre, actually, because there's loads of bands like that. But I think Jamie T, where they almost have that slight rapt delivery or spoken word delivery. They do a lot of that in their songs, but they're just so damn catchy. Uh,
1: you've got to be careful when you're typing Carsick into Google, though. You want to make sure you're, you're attaching that to band or music or Bristol or something like that, just to <laughs> yeah, right. so you find, find what you're looking for. Find the correct one with um, self-esteem on her little merch stand. She didn't have any vinyl, but she had cassettes, which I thought Very was that super hipster. That's super hipster. That
2: um, super hipster. And,
1: and she also had, um, kind of like the size of a pocket-sized Bible, a booklet, which was uh, her diary going back years and years, but it was all typed up, and it was oh. all lyrics from her song. So whenever she had a, an idea for a lyric, or whenever somebody had said something to her that inspired a song, she'd written it into this little book, and she was selling them as like a that's kind of funny. sample... An unrivaled insight, John. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to this week's guest then. And so joining us on sheer isolation this week, we have Jerry Watkins. Now, he's been involved in local good causes around Sirencestral and the Cotswold for over 20 years, in uh, particularly helping um, helping homeless, uh, helping war veterans, and, and just any spare minute he has, he's just raising money in some form or another. His latest project is called Moonlight Eclipse, and it's basically going to be a, a token system instead of just giving money out to to people it's going to be a token they can spend in specific shops around the Cotswolds so we invited him on really because the way he's fundraising to to get this uh, going is by putting on gigs and events around Swindon around Sirencester, and um, getting uh, holding free music and then just taking donations from people actually in the venues he had some really interesting things to say uh, so uh, we'll we'll head on over and have
3: a chat to him I started off with, I was uh, a classic car enthusiast with the classic Mini. When it was actually
0: genuinely small. Yeah.
3: Because they're not, they're not <laughs> no, small no, anymore, I, are they? are massive. I, I wedged myself in there, believe me. But yeah, I uh, put the shows on and then I have a band playing. It was to raise money for homeless veterans at the time and it just snowboarded. The, it got more interested i always liked my music it got more into music taking over everything so i enjoyed it more to put bands on and just raise money that way so these bands are probably too old for you you won't probably know of you too bad manners uh, buster from bad manners secret affair who was it ranking roger from the beat Pauline Blatt's from select, uh, people like that. And then uh, my friends decided to start up a girl band called, they named themselves the Sex Pistols, which then went on to Nancy and the Dolls. So it opened up the doors with John Giggins from the Harlow White Music Festival and meeting people like that. So it grew as the time went on. So it stems up and I support the local bands who come and support me while well, up and down the country. They come and play a gig for me, and then I tried to get them paid gigs elsewhere. So, yeah, it's, that's how I got into the music side of it, to raise money for different organisations.
1: Well, one thing you mentioned to me as well was about, uh, was it the Isle of Wight Festival where you took a bus over?
3: That's where the idea come from, John. It logged in my little pea brain while I was over there that John Giggins' turn went into a, a, a wine bar or gin bar. So it logged in my brain. And when I come back from the festival, there was an incident with a siren sister, a young man in the abbey grounds while he was asleep in a tent. People decided to put petrol over and set fire to him. So I thought, I want to carry on helping the homeless veterans, but how can I help the homeless within the community? So I looked at it and I thought, you know what, I'm going to get myself a double-decker bus and convert it. I didn't look at the prices until um, yeah. later on and then saw one for four and a half grand. So I said, that's set my target. So i done my very first gig to raise money for that project in Swindon and raise the four and a half grand. Then I went on to a well-known auction site and realised I've underpriced my... You know, I needed more money to get a decent bus. So it was a case of bringing it down to the service station on the 419 by the Ivy Women, parted it up for 18 months while I uh, stripped it, put events on to buy the materials and so forth. And then uh, 18 months later opened
1: it up yeah you the the idea behind all this converting was that it was it it gave homeless people a place to a safe space in in the evenings didn't it
3: yes it was Mm -hmm. um solely to open up and look after them and then obviously give them a safe warm environment and also to help them progress and get back into the rat race
1: And you've moved on now to 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 this new concept called Moonlight Eclipse. So do you want to give us a bit of a rundown? This is another good cause for for homeless people and low-income families, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I'll just give you a rundown. I I actually resigned from the the Big Yellow Bus project, which was the founder of the charity, then started a project called the Moonlight Eclipse Project, which is to help homeless people, vulnerable people and low-income people by any means i can raise funds to help them um of course that's tied with music and then hopefully i was hoping to release a token a plastic token as a new currency where people can buy the tokens instead of giving homeless people money so they can go into a couple shops purchase hot food and drinks
1: your fundraising efforts are mostly involving and putting on live music and, and raising money that way. And that's kind of been true all the way through your 20-odd years doing this, isn't it? You, you really rely yeah, on yeah. local bands yeah. and live music to raise money.
3: Oh, I, don't, I would just say, I don't want to say use. Uh, it's the wrong word. I will have uh, youngsters playing, so that helps them get noticed and so forth. So, it's yeah, it's a case of using, I use them, they use me, and it's it's worked for the 24 years. So. Yeah, and it's up and down the country. It's not local. So I'll put an event on wherever I can raise funds. Um, So it could be Wickham, it could be London, it could be anywhere. And people come, they have a good night and obviously enjoy different type bands. Uh, I try to put on a good selection at a time so people it's something there for everyone. And uh, yeah, it it works.
0: When when you do these events, uh, like... Do you find that people respond well to the charity? Is it something people like to get behind?
3: I'm lucky, Kieran. I, I I am lucky. For some reason, I'm lucky for whatever you can call it, mad ideas I come up with. Over the 24 years, I've got a hell of a lot of supporters. So if I put an event on, I would say 98% of them know they're going to have a good time. and. They also support what I'm doing it for. I um, I also do other stuff for John Hopkins Trust down in Gloucester, Children's Hospice, um, Swindon Down Syndrome, a disabled football team. I do stuff for them. So it doesn't matter really what you're raising the money for. People will come and have a good time and they'll make a donation. So what I have found, though, Kieran, is if you charge you get less people coming this makes sense if you have a free event and people come they're moaning that they've got to pay five pound or ten pound a ticket but the people moaning you are fine if it's a free event they are put 20 pound in the bucket anyway <laughs> so it is a it's a weird so i've learned long term it's better not to charge and then people probably don't feel they got to buy a ticket for £10 and then £20 for drinks and what have you so I, I don't know how the, the mind works but all I know if I put a free event on I end up raising more money than I did with a sellout crowd you know coming so yeah it's a weird it's a weird one that one.
1: And the, the, another thing that kind of runs through and you've already touched on this is just the amount of charity work and good causes that you've involved with I'm guessing this is something you've always done ever since you were a lot younger to support like the homeless and, and
3: different groups? No, like far from it, John, far from it. Um, I wanted to turn my life range. Um I remember the day back, it was quarter past seven, one evening, 24 years ago, when my wife went to, down, took her mum to Downhampton Football Club and a mate of mine who's in the army, his best mate got blew up and he showed me a video knowing I wasn't really interested. Don't get me wrong, I always respected our forces and what they'd done, but not as much as I do now. And I watched this video, and he was obviously lost both legs and an arm. He got patched up, come back to the UK, and he couldn't even get near uh, his mum and dad's house. So, And I thought, this is... Wrong. This is so wrong. Uh, we need to help these people. So I looked into it a bit more and started helping other organisations. And I just turned my life around and started giving stuff back instead of taking, which, not being funny, John, people say, yeah, that's hard work. It's, it's not if you're passionate, your heart's in it, and you enjoy what you're doing, like putting a load of music on. And you've got six bands playing, you get drunk, Right. You're having a good time and you raise money at the end of the day. What more do you want? Um, So it's easy. That side of things. Yeah. So I turn my life around and uh, I spend all my time now, your spare time giving back.
1: So um, thinking about the, uh, the music nights that you've got coming up, I'm going to test your brain power now to, to ask you what kind of events are, are coming up over the next few months, because I know you've got a few things happening in Swindon, a couple of things in
3: Siren. Yeah, this is another thing I'm going to touch on. There's another charity organisation I support massively for the last nine, ten years. is a thing called Specialised Project, CIC, which support with live music, teenage cancer and mental health, both massive, big. Uh, topics to deal with i out them by put raised funds by putting events on for them so april the 1st uh, uh, i got a band called operation 77 playing at swiss chalet in swindon i've got a band called hung like and ratty if you've never seen them kieran write originals they have been banned in uh Cardiff and Bristol and a few other places um, obviously they're a punk band they're coming down um, to play at level 3 2nd um, April then it goes on May, May I got uh, a band called Sex Pistols Exposure who used to be called Sex Pistols Experience um, massive band should pull in uh, a few punters that's again at level 3 then it goes into the Swiss Chalet where I got more going on. I got about 15 artists playing over um, three days. Uh, that's for uh, the specialised project.
1: Cool. I've, <laughs> I've got one more question for you, Jerry, and, and that's just to uh, tell us about the track that you've picked.
3: Um, there's another band that we go back a long way away, uh, way back. Uh, there's a band called Mick O'Toole um, from Cowan they 're big supporter of me in a, quite a few of uh, the events i 've done and also raising money for different organizations so um I've chose mekoTool free me they're a good good set of lads they 're like our stepsons to us we've been through a uh, hell of a lot i'm a big supporter of them as well, so it's one of them bands that should have signed up a record contract. They're touring with the Rumble Japs this year, so hopefully yeah, yeah. they get noticed. So, yeah, all good.
2: What you thought was best after the words what you thought was best. I saw the Better our words and such
1: Okay, we have just played uh, Mick O'Toole. The track is Free Me. That was Jerry's choice. I think it's one of Kieran's favorites as well. Yeah, I, I absolutely love Mick O'Toole. And what an interesting guy Jerry is, is he's sort of one
0: of those people that's doing something in the community that you probably don't necessarily haven't, unless you're sort of directly in contact with him, you probably don't know a huge amount about what he does. I didn't know him until he introduced me to him. But he's doing some great work and it's spread all over the place as well. He's not just localized to one area, he's doing them up north, he's doing them in London. Mm. I mean, what a top chap. I mean, that, that, that takes an awful lot of time and effort. And he's really putting a lot of effort in. I'm sort of, I've got a lot of respect for
1: that. So, top man. Yeah, definitely. Um, if anyone's interested in, in what he was saying or you want to find out more information, Moonlight Eclipse is the project. There, there's a website, there's a Facebook group, and, and you can find all the information on there. Hockey, dokie, time to talk about some news.
0: So I don't know if you're any familiar with Epic Games. I'm not particularly. I, I'm not a gamer. I spend all my time listening and, and doing music-oriented things. I don't have time for games as well. Um, however, Bandcamp sent out an email to everybody who's ever purchased anything through via Bandcamp. They sent out an email to say we've we've joined forces with Epic Games. Uh, that in itself doesn't mean a huge amount to me. However, my friends who are gamers were sharing quite a lot of thoughts about it and basically how Bandcamp has doomed itself I just thought it was it's a big acquisition I mean Epic Games are one of the biggest software sort of gaming platforms it's massive and it's a very similar model to to Bandcamp as well um so I it seems on paper like a match made in heaven nevertheless I'd be really
1: interested to know or to see what happens in the coming weeks and months okay we'll keep an eye out for that We've got Glastonbury coming back this year, which has had a few years off. And the tickets are something like 280 quid or something like that. Yeah, they, they go up a lot year on year. But there is an alternative Glastonbury Festival, which you can go to, which costs about a tenth of the price. And it's happening in very soon. It's March 18th, 19th. It's the Glastonbury Calling Festival, which oh. happens in Glastonbury. And there's five venues, pubs and cafes and that have got together. And there's a week a Bit like the Swindon Shuffle in that regard. Yeah. You know? Um, And they've got some decent names on them. You've got Imperial Leisure, you've got Lonely Tourist, you've got The Portrait, you've got Fly Yeti Fly. So it's two days, loads of music. It's down in Glastonbury. Tickets are significantly cheaper than the main festival. uh, And you can just go to that and say, yeah, I went to Glastonbury this year. (laughs) Cheaters Guide to Glastonbury. (laughs) Saving the pennies. Another festival that's coming up in, um, uh, in a couple of weeks is the Stroud Festival of Food and Drink. So that's March the 20th, that weekend. Uh, the reason I'm mentioning that is, you know, Jay Rayner, the, um, uh, the guy from MasterChef, and he's a food critic as well.
0: I know Jay Rayner very well. I've met him and worked with him on a number of occasions, John.
1: OK, yeah. So so he's going to be there doing all kinds of stuff during the day. But in the evening, his band, the Jay Rayner Quartet, are playing, which yeah. I didn't know he had a band. But, Kieran, it sounds like you've worked with him. I've booked that band for the Neals in Chippenham.
0: Uh, they are absolutely excellent. Um, I encourage you to go to go watch them. <laughs> The show is a jazz show and the singer is Jay Rayner's wife. So they immediately have this really in- instant rapport between him and her. He, it's almost like the two front people. So she'll sing and she'll talk.
1: But he does a lot of between song talking as well while she's twinkling the old ivories. Um, I think that's happening at the sub rooms. It's definitely in Stroud and that's on uh, March 20th. That's brilliant. Let's wrap up then. If you want to get in touch with us, sheerisolation at gmail.com or the website is uk. You can find previous episodes on all the streaming services and we are here same time, same place next week. Kieran, thank always you for joining me. It is always, always a pleasure. pleasure, John. It always is always a if The pleasure is all mine. We're back uh, next week.
3: Thanks for listening, all. See you later. All right, Bye-bye. bye bye.